from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn. Here. Jonathan Swindle. Not here. And Bill George. He ain't here either. Who's here? It's like uh, it's like interrupting the teacher. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Thompson, he's not here today. Oh, where'd oh, he okay. go? Uh, it's only the two, just the two of us. This kind of brings back a few memories. Brain Gun, Vince Noble, welcome in. Good morning, everybody. Happy, happy Saturday. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. As you know, uh... <laughs> it's back. Vince is back, I'm back, and uh, of course our good friend Jonathan is still home uh, getting healthy, which is a good thing. And of course with the COVID-19 heading out there all over the place, it's probably a good idea for him to stay home. Uh, Bill George had to go make Mama happy, so they uh, jumped in the old uh, station wagon, loaded it up, and headed to Pennsylvania, is the way he says it, Pennsylvania. So he's up there heading up that way. Wasn't it for his bir- her birthday? Yes. Of all places, he goes to Pennsylvania all the time. What in God's name made him go back? Well, I guess uh, maybe he didn't want to, you know, spend the money and go to Paris or something like that. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's a little too expensive. Plus, with the travel restrictions and everything else on the world, uh, you know, probably Pennsylvania would be a, a safer bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honey, would you like to go see the castles of Austria? Sure. Well, we're going to Pennsylvania instead. <laughs> Let down. Yeah. So uh, so he's out of here. So uh, Vince decided to get up early this morning and uh, head on in here. I mean, he's not working. I mean, oh, wait. You haven't officially quit your job yet, have you? Yeah, yeah I did, actually, on Wednesday. You did? I good, did. Good for you. The notice is in. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm uh, I'm kind of excited. It's uh, it's a good thing. I can't believe you really finally, your dream of becoming a uh, stripper is finally coming true. Just like, awesome. uh, what was it, the Chippendales on Saturday Night Live with Farley. <laughs> Sad to say that that would actually be one I'd pay money to see. That would be extremely funny. You'd probably be the only one. Uh, I would be so, well, anyway. Uh, no, but uh, you start your new gig on the, the 13th, I think? Yes, sir. I'm taking a little bit of a, a little week off and going to do some fishing. That's good. Are you going to yeah. be doing some filming or anything, or is this just sit back me time where, you know, facials and cucumber eye covers? Uh, no cucumbers, a little more rum, <laughs> but fish. Now, speaking of rum, uh-huh. why do I walk in the studio and it smells like my house? It smells like a bar in here, dude. It, what did you spray? Oh, this is uh, some of uh, Michael Cotterman, Dean Palmer's super secret uh, special blend uh, disinfectant. I walked in, like, you, you not, got any mixers you not, with that? Have you not any? Here. Yeah, I can smell it. Smell it, smell it. What? God, I want to drink now. Can we put that in my monster? I think, I, uh, no, you can't because <laughs> it's got other ingredients mixed in with it. So uh, oh, I don't know so what the, I don't know what the official... Alcohol content is of this, but I will say that it is extremely clear. And as soon as it hits a surface, it, within about uh, four seconds after wiping it, it evaporates. So, so I'm going to say it's up, the studio. I'm going to say it's up in the buck ninety or higher range. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, uh, Cotterman Distillery, of, of course, up there in, in uh, Dunedin, uh, Michael and his crew and uh, Dean. You know, he has his own line of of spirits, as they like to call it. 
what is it? Palmer's original, Palmer. Palmer's rum, <clears throat> Palmer's everything. I mean, he's got all kinds of it. It's got a Miami Vice theme to it. Yeah, and it's been something that he's been working towards for for quite a bit. But uh, during the the whole COVID nineteen thing, it all comes down to um, they were one of the first who started making sanitizer since they couldn't distill and they couldn't do anything, you know, for the, his for Michael's business. They sat in the back. I think they literally took an entire tanker truck full of molasses Ugh. and turned it into hand sanitizer. That's, I mean, you got to use the product somehow, I guess. You don't want to waste it. And, and, you know, he was selling it for a pretty reasonable price, and the stuff is pretty effective. <clears throat> I have found that not only does it disinfect well, but it also cleans glass top uh, <laughs> stoves very well. It also cleans countertops really? extremely well. I have to get <clears throat> it cleans the bathroom extremely well. All right, well, riddle me this. And it all smells like somebody spilled a margarita so or, or whatever rum, what is it, <clears throat> um, rum and coke or rum runners. <clears throat> rum runners, yeah. Or, uh, okay, well, riddle me this. If you're disinfected inside of your car and you get pulled over. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah, oh, that would be bad. That would be like, son, you've been drinking? Uh, no, sir. My, it, it's, it's my this. hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm going to have to take a sip of it. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Like I said, there's other ingredients in here that make it CDC acceptable. It can't just be straight alcohol. It's I think there's uh, hydrogen peroxide and some other whatever something they added in there for it. But It'll clean the pipes. It'll, uh, it'll clean more than pipes, I think. But for in here, <laughs> you know, since we are live and we are the only... In, you know, individuals in the entire radio station it building. It is so weird walking in here. There's like May you and Diego, man. That's it. That's I mean, I was talking to uh, Steve Austin the other day, and he was like, I'm not going to be back in the studio until after the first of the year. Yeah, most most uh, radio shows are <clears throat> are doing it from home. Maybe they're doing it from home. I know Ray Ray, uh, our uh, engineer here at the building, you know, he does all these radio stations within the building. <clears throat> I talked to him. Uh, when I was bringing the equipment back from the panfish, which we'll talk about later, uh, he I said, hey, I left the equipment out front, doors locked, no one's there. And he's like, no, it's just me and about four other people here. <laughs> I just got back. You know, he was setting up studios for Orlando and his crew and, and, and everybody else that are doing their stuff from home. So, uh, you know, he's the poor engineer. That guy's you working know, overtime. The engineers in uh, radio. Well, I asked Bill George, man. I mean, he's got, you know, he's an IT guy, you know, besides the Gator Gear dude. And uh, he said, all I've been, I've been running, there were times where he would swing by G5 and uh, say, hey, or whatever. And I'd say, you going home to go eat? He goes, no, I'm running down to, you know, get you Gumi or somewhere to go set up four <laughs> or five other people in their homes to, do, to work from home. Wow. So it's... I think it's opened up a whole new uh, series of industries, to be honest with you. I, see, I didn't I mean, realize uh, Magnum P.I. there was an IT guy. That's kind of scary. <clears throat> you didn't know that's what Bill George is? I had no idea that. That's why he wears all the fancy-smancy you know, Hawaiian shirts, and his hair is perfect. Uh, yeah, he's got to look good. When he's out gator hunting, that all goes out the window. I don't know. He still wears it when he's gator hunting. Well, that's <laughs> true, but it's just a different type of one. Uh, yeah, he gets to let his hair down. You know, he doesn't have to be George the, the professional. <laughs> well, talking about his hair, <laughs> Saturday morning when we got up before the show, you know, we're all staying in the same cabin, and I walk out, and Bill's standing there. His hair. Before it's prepped. Oh, my Lord, dude. Yeah. He looked like, 
It was so big. You look like poofy. Arnold Horshack. Yeah, man. Yeah. I go, Bill, what's up with your hair, you Got to get some product in there, bro. He goes, wait a minute. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom. Done. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm all fixed. I'm ready to go. Let's get out of here. Uh, speaking of that, last Saturday, if you did not know, <laughs> for some unknown reason, you were probably one of the very few. Uh, we had the Panfish Challenge, which was uh, an incredible event. Every year it gets bigger and bigger and better and better. Uh, I have to say that Jim Veal and his wife Kelly and Glenn Kenman this year, uh, they really worked their butts off and, and got it out there. And I think, honestly, I think this year has been the smoothest year I have ever seen. It, there was no hiccups, no issues, 70-plus boats in and out. Yeah, and, and I mean, weighing in all those fish and all that kind of good stuff, and it was, I mean, it gets kind of chaotic in certain areas, but for the most part, I did not see one uh, one hiccup, not anything. I mean, no, it was, it it was, was awesome. all good, and everybody left, uh, from what I saw, everybody left happy. They left fat and happy because they were eating. Yeah, they yeah they were. Your brother was, your brother was slaying. I gotta say, I, you know, my brother Bart, I I don't get to see him, you know, uh, except when he's in the house cooking. You know, he gets in that chef mode, and it's like stay away from him. You know, otherwise there's knives flying and <laughs> things going and all that other kind of stuff, and so it gets a little crazy. But he did a really really good job. He Both was cooking, you and him, but yeah, did a really good you. job. You know, you guys kept it flowing, kept it going. There was never an empty tray out there. No one had to, you know, had to say, hey, wait five minutes for hot dogs. Two minutes, Turkish. Two minutes. <laughs> you know, none of that stuff. It was it was really good. But we'll tell you more about it when we come back from break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live. We are here for you waiting for your call. If you want to join in, if you happen to go to the Panfish last weekend, let us know how your adventure went. It's 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. We are brought to you by the great and wonderful folks out at G5 Feeding Outdoors right there on Highway 92, just which plant city. And, of course, our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right here. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Live. I remember I worked this show back in the day. The old uh, Shannon Slanding when people were like going, who is this band? <laughs> who are these guys? One of the biggest bands on the planet. Who, who are they? Some new guys named Pearl Jam. I think they're, they're pretty good, man. You should listen to them. They're pretty awesome. Hey, uh, today, if you're looking to get out and go do something, it's going to be, hey, welcome to Florida. Partly cloudy this morning, then uh, sunny with some isolated showers and thunderstorms in this afternoon. Of course, it's going to be a hot one in the upper 90s and a southeast wind at around 5 miles an hour. Rain chance, 20%. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that'll change. But the heat index, which we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show, uh, today is going to be up around 108, which is uh, extremely... It's really extremely bad. Swamp mutt. It is. Uh, uh, we were going to uh, jump in and talk about what we did last weekend at the Panavista, Vista, but Randy decided to wake up early this morning and give us a call. Good morning, Randy. How you doing this morning, my friend? 
Uh, I'm I'm sitting in line at Tenor Rock, man. I'm like 13 deep here. Are you really? Randy Pack, I yep. cannot believe you're still out there fishing that place. I think you've already caught everything in that place. <laughs> Why are you going anywhere? Well, because there's nothing else to do, and I finally got the boat back because it had been down because, you know, they stopped making the G2s, and it had to be fixed. So Oh, that, oh that's right. Yeah. I was. I was in a world of hurt there. I'm trying to figure out who's going to do the parts now. So, Well, you know what you ought to do? Have you seen that uh, ring power? I mean, uh, this I was going to talk about this a little later, but uh, ring power has come up with a brand new outboard diesel. Diesel powered, man. Really? Diesel yeah. Power. What? What okay. is that? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I mean, what's so funny, mister? I mean, seriously. I mean, I think that's a good idea. Why? Why not? Well, I, I don't know if it's going to pass the California, you know, emission stuff because that, that seems to be what drives everything anymore. And that's why you're not getting these these two strokes anymore. They all want four strokes. So I I don't know. Is it a four stroke or not? Well, it's going to be uh, – it's a new one. I know that Ringhaver – or <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm going way back in time. Yeah. It's well, not Wing Haver anymore. It's Ring Power. I know that Ring Power is uh, going to be bringing in one that's the the new one, and they're going to be like a dealer for it or something. And uh, it's that's awesome. It's a good looking little uh, looking little bugger. I know that Ox uh, Ox O X E. You know they make the the diesel outboard, and uh, I think that it's it's one of those new markets that everybody's going to be kind of clamoring for. They last. You know how diesels are. They last forever. Can't kill them. That's I know. True. I mean, they, they last uh, a good long time, and I'm sure they have plenty of torque. Uh, you know, so yeah, that's what you want. Sometimes is a lot of torque, but you also got to have a little high end speed. I mean, yeah. Well, that that is true. But you can get that with your props. I mean, you can change all that. You know how that goes. But you know, it, it is what it is. And I think it's going to be one of those things that a lot of people are probably going to jump on board with, uh, if you can handle the fumes. I mean, as long that's as the bad part. As long as it's a dry, and it's very efficient, and it, you know it burns where it goes in and goes down, because all it releases basically is uh, some sort of vapor and carbon. I mean, uh, most diesel engines, that's the black stuff you see coming out of there. It's not, you know, pollution as people <laughs> think it is. But um, uh, anyway, so how was your fishing? And the boat's running good. Blah blah blah. I hate to get off on a different subject. Okay, find a different subject, man. No, but life life's been terrible for me lately. So I'm, uh, you know, I've had three deaths in the family and two heart attacks and in the last six months. So I'm barely getting out. Well, at least you're out now. So it's one I'm of out the- now, and I'm hoping if we don't have another shutdown because of COVID, I can keep going. Yeah. Well. I'm- I don't know what they're going to do with that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. One minute, uh, you know, it's, you know, we can go out and dance around in a bar somewhere. And then next minute, no, you can't. And then, uh, you know, next minute, uh, all the hospitals are filled up. And then the next minute, it's like, uh, well, the testing numbers are up. So the numbers are up. But yet the admissions are down. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, who knows? It's up and down. It's all over the board. Yeah. So, you know what? You've done the best thing anybody could do. You said, you know what? I'm going to hook up the boat. I'm going to go out and go out and do some fishing. Where I ain't got to worry about anything except catching something and getting back. Right. And there's plenty of social distance out in the water. Of course. And if there isn't, you start to you turn the key and you go that way. <laughs> Four feet to the left. It's pretty easy. It makes it nice. Yeah, it's easy. 
Or are you going out for anything specific? Are you going out strictly for bass? Are you going to go fill up a crappie? What are you doing? I'm testing out a couple of uh, different kind of lures that I've been wanting to use for a long time. And so I'm going to, I'm going to throw a few different things. I, I don't want to give out any information over the air about uh-huh. these new ones, but uh, yeah, I got a couple new ones, and uh, I'll be going to pick up some more later today. Is there know, somewhere? A, can you at least tell us if it's plastic or hard bait, or it's a hard bait I'm throwing now. Uh-huh. I'm trying to find this new one that my buddy's been catching a bunch on, and we we've, we've kind of went together and got a whole look slew of them you know uh-huh online right uh, from a buddy his so we, we're gonna give them a good testing today so you can only get them online you can't find them at your local bait shop or anything like that no they're not out yet so they're just this is like top secret being stuff. done by you know a guy that makes them uh okay by a yeah, guy by a guy who makes them that's pretty vague i know a guy i know a guy <laughs> and he makes some baits yeah yeah, well, you can't give it out until it actually, you know, hits, and then you know, other guys will be able to go buy them. But do you think this is going to be good. a? You think this, uh, from what you see, or is this uh, just speculation on your part? But uh, do you think that this is something that's going to be a game changer for all the tournament fishermen? Well, it's not a game changer, but it's going to be different. I mean, uh, it's mostly coming from out in Texas, so those Texas guys know how to catch these. Florida strain largemouth, so I figure if he's doing that, then it ought to be good here too. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, they're 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 not uh, too bad at what they do out there. You know, we just well, brought in we just brought in a new line of baits out of G Five Feed and Outdoors. We brought in uh, Advantage Bait Company. We brought in all their uh, all their uh, swim jigs, heavy mat jigs, uh, their buzz baits, their spinner baits. Uh, their chatter baits, all that stuff like that. It's all in there. It took up a whole section, man. Those things are, they're really nice. Silicone skirts. I mean, they've been they've been selling really well, really well. Well, it, a lot of the guys are mixing skirts, you know, with the silicone and the the, the other the rubber, uh, the rubber ones, the standard rubber ones. Yeah, standard rubbers and silicones. They're mixing them up. Because they can get different kinds of color matches and stuff they want. Well, and they, and they uh, act differently in the water as well. I mean, the rubber ones are a little kind of stiffier, and uh, they have a tendency to kind of bush out and make it look bigger than it actually is. Uh, I think it slows it down, too, a little bit, the rubber ones. A little bit. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, the Z-Mans and, you know, the Shatterbaits and the Project Zs, you know, they always sell. I mean, everybody's, I mean, they, they fly off the shelf. This time of year, pff, can't keep them in there. Yeah, but what happened to Zoom? I heard they kind of like shut down on the COVID, and now there's some stuff there we can't get. Well, you know what? We uh, we stopped uh, Zoom for uh, quite a while ago because of the very reason of being able to get product, and we've, of course, gotten more local. So, uh, of course, with bitters and uh, big dog baits and uh, gorilla, bass gorilla, you know, it's all made here in Florida, so... They're right up the street. Yesterday, I called uh, Cooper up yesterday and said I needed some product, and it was there within an hour. I mean, he literally swung by from the house and dropped it off. And that's the best way. You know, if you're dealing with that local guy, you know you're going to have your product pretty quick. Dude, the shelves are full. I was like, man, we're getting low in here, man. He's like, I'll swing by. I'll bring you all your stuff. Tell me what you need. And I sent it to him, and boom, he showed. I didn't think it was going to get there that quick. He showed right up. Boom, with a little mask on and everything. Here you go. (laughs) You got to love that. 
Well, and, you know, we're looking at uh, bringing in uh, um, another one, of course, Jethro, uh, which is, of course, here in Florida as well, too. So we're going to stay as, as local as we can because they're, you got to remember, Randy, that a lot of those big companies like that, they're plastics. They don't get them from the United States. They get them from somewhere else. So if, <laughs> if they're not making it over there somewhere else, then they can't get it over here to make it over here. Or they're making it over in somewhere else and it's sitting on a boat. Out there at the uh, you know marker twenty two and sitting there for three weeks before it can come in. Well, that's the other thing. I don't think a lot of people realize that uh, the not only is a certain country where a lot of stuff made is made has been shut down for five months, yeah. but what they did have and they put it on cargo ships is now sitting offshore, uh, waiting for their quarantine to be over. Right with. outside the Whistler. Yeah, man, you, you can't come in. So there's there's tons of them sitting out there. So. They can sit there because there's fish out there under those boats. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. There is now. Yeah. yeah. If they're not caught by the crew first. Have you ever seen that video of them pulling up that sailfish? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty awesome. Randy, do you want to hang on or do you want to get out of here and go fishing? Uh, I'm, I'm like six, two or three behind, so I'll have to go, man. I don't know how they're going to do this here. All right. Well, Some guys told me they do by your driver's license, sometimes your fishing license, sometimes just your What's on your tag? Yeah. Well, good luck out there. Catch some big ones and have some fun. Let us know how those baits work. You can call me super secretly. Okay, super secretly. See you, you, Randy. Randy Pack, of course, out there heading out to Tenor Rock to do some fishing today. Be a good day for it. Get it out of here in the morning because when those thunderstorms start kicking up around uh, four-ish or so out there, it'd be a time to get the heck out of there. We're going to take a fast one, you guys. Thank you so much for calling in and being a part of the show this morning. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. I'm Brandon Ford. Stay here. Because I want to be someone who believes. Diego on the drums. <laughs> Good job, Diego. You are on point this morning, brother. Can't replace Flea, though. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, Braden Gunn and uh, Vince Noble in the studio today, along with Diego. If you'd like to call in, you know you're more than welcome to. 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. Before the break, we were talking to Randy Pax. He got his motor running. He got his Phoenix boat back in the water. It's all good. He's out of Tenerock doing some fishing, and I, I brought up the uh, the uh, the diesel that uh, its uh, ring power is going to be carrying here locally here within the state. It's known as Cox Marine, uh, C-O-X Marine, and um, there's another company out there called Ox, so I don't know if this is a collaboration between the two or whatever, but we're talking about a turbocharged 300-horsepower um diesel outboard and it looks like it's probably going to be plenty of torque for any big old boat <laughs> yeah but is it going to have that diesel knock that <laughs> i don't know i will have to look and see if we can find a video of it running and see if it sounds like uh, you know a peterbilt sitting there idling or something i'm sure it doesn't it, it can't with all the new technology today you know it'd be awesome you know it'd be really awesome on that boat what a jake break <laughs> 
So when he let off on the gas, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? Coming into the honey hole there, man. Like, oh. <laughs> People will be like, my God, what is that thing coming? That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, Jake break on the uh, on the uh, outboard. That would be awesome. No, but uh, looking at it, and I, I looked even further, and I wanted to, if Randy's still listening, uh, that the diesel did successfully passed the EPA testing, so it is California compliant and everything else like that, so it's good to go anywhere that you want to take it to. Let's get one. I, I want to see one run. I, I mean, I, you could go and look on, I know there's a couple of videos, but it's all, you know, like Vince-type videos, you know, where it's like shows all the really cool shots and there's some music playing underneath it or anything <laughs> like that. I want to I want to hear what are you saying, man? I want to hear it, you know, you know, well, let's go find somebody who's got them, and let's go test drive one. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. we can we can go buy a boat. Air quotes, buy yeah. a boat. Mm, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think I'm maxed out, but uh, sure, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'll just call up Ring Power. Want we'll to take one of those things for a test drive? Let's go. Hey, we're talking about them. We're giving them free advertising. Is so that what it is? Oh, okay, yeah. Just for, for a tat, you know. Just for a ride? No, we're buying. We're getting a boat. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get a. We're gonna have the official Big Wild Outdoors boat. Oh, so this is Tradio. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I didn't know we were going that way. <laughs> Wait, is that just one boat for the show, or do we each get one? Let me work on one first. Okay. Then we'll move forward. <laughs> oh no! If Vince is in charge, we may all end up in one boat, or sinking or in one boat, one or the other, yeah, doing something like that. But anyway, we want to check it out. I know they're on Facebook. Uh, I found their page there. It's under Ring Power Cox Marine. If you want to check that out, you can go, and they do have some videos on there that I don't want to play while we're sitting here um, making uh, radio-type stuff. Um, Jonathan just texted me in and said, not only do you got to do the Jake break, but you got to have the uh, dual stacks. Ooh, that would be nasty. <laughs> you got to have the one, one stack on each side of the boat, man. You know, whoa, Good call, whoa. Jonathan. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. Uh, but anyway, go check it out. Well, before we got on Diesel Talk, we were talking about last weekend and the Panfish Challenge. And if you didn't go, uh, look forward to next year because this year uh, I talked to Jim Veal a little bit afterwards and uh, I said, next year I think we're going to have to shoot for 100 boats. And he said, dude, we would have made it to 100 boats this year if it hadn't been for this virus thing going around. He right. said the phone was ringing off the hook and people really wanted to come. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people backed out because of the fact that they thought there was going to be this huge crowd where everybody was, you know, mobbing up on each other and all that kind of stuff. And I have to say, I think for human beings, for the most part, I didn't see, even when they were reading the names and doing all the stuff like that, everybody wasn't like bunched up in one place. Everybody was kind of spread out on their I own. I would say there was a couple, I would say a hundred plus people there. And, I, and you're Oh, there right. was well over that. I and mean, everybody kind of kept their distance. And you want to talk about the most polite crowd I've ever been in? Everybody was a, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, excuse me. Those children are raised right. And then, some of them little kids over there, Southern Twang, can I get me a sausage? Sure, get to them. And my life has now changed. Why? I had a life-changing experience. Oh, no, here we go. At Lake Payne. Wait, you did share a cabin with Bill George, right? Not that kind of change. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But there are separate rooms. Okay, first <laughs> oh, off, oh, let's, okay. let's just state that. But there is only one, one. And I was in the but other. But there is only one shower, right? I did not. 
<laughs> parts, I jumped in the lake. <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys I did, did my go. thing in the lake. <laughs> anyway, what was your life-changing event? I, I'm, I'm so curious to find out. I'm watching all these out. kids, and they're getting these Uncle John Pride sausages. Which were delicious. Thank you so much, Uncle John's Freaking Pride. Freaking amazing sausage. Yeah. They're putting mayo on it. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, mayonnaise on a sausage. Just didn't work for me at You've first. never done that? Never. I did it. Dear God, why haven't I done this forever? I don't know. Why it haven't so, you done it's it? It's so freaking good. It is good. I could. Diego's over here shaking his head. What, you don't but I mean, Maybe ketchup and mayo, not no, just man, straight just, mayo. Just mayo. Nah, you got to make it mayo ketchup. Nah, that's a rosada. Stuff's fire. What? What are you talking? Is that English? My, uh, mayonnaise and ketchup? Yeah, what did you call it? Mayo ketchup. Mayo ketchup? Oh, yeah. like mayo ketchup. Oh, yeah. I get it. Just without the really cool accent. Yeah, we can't do that. I, I or can't, salsa I can't, rosada, I can't, which is pink salsa sauce. Salsa rosada. Which I, is I can't make it sound as good as him, though. I thought Italians could naturally roll their tongues. Mm, not like that. What, what do you mean, not like that? <laughs> he makes it sound good. Well, yeah, he's been practicing all of his life. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Diego, I'm, I'm kidding you not. Even a little mustard with it, too. Oh, I can see that. Mustard, mustard good mayonnaise, sausage, yeah. stupid good. I like mustard and mayo on a sausage like that. I'm not a big fan of the ketchups on there because it's just... It's, it takes away from the flavor of the sausage. Yeah, it's sweet, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I could see the, the tanginess of the the mustard and then the mellowness of the mayo rosa. And I know whatever. it's not the best thing for you, but my God, it was good. It's amazing how when you're out there in the heat and you're outside and food tastes so much better. I've always said that. I, I don't care what you do. You, I, you buy a Subway and you eat it in a Subway, it tastes good. You eat it outside, it tastes great. Even I, better. I, I don't know why. I guess it's the fresh air that works with the molecules and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's for some scientists to figure out. But it's amazing how when you're out there and you're uh, out in the country and in the woods and all that stuff, and it's cooked out there fresh and da-da-da, and you, and you eat it outside, it's just so much better. And you, it's amazing how many more you can actually eat when you're outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like ah, I'll just have two. You know, I had, I had two throughout the entire day. And I thought I'd be like lightweight, right? I couldn't eat anymore. Oh, you're nuts! I could not. But I'll tell you, it was my first time at Pena Vista Lodge, Jim. If you're listening, I love the place. Oh yeah, it's awesome. And if you're still listening, put my reservation in now for next year, please. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the problem is, is a lot of people were doing that last year, and he wouldn't let them do it because <laughs> he's like, ah, you know, that's not really fair to everybody. You know that uh, you know. All the cabins, everything are already, you know, be booked up for next year and all that stuff. Plus, people were also trying to get the jump on everybody else because you saw that we were leaving in increments, five minutes, right. three minutes increments. So the quicker you join up or, or register, the, the the faster you get to leave. So you get to leave out early, maybe get to one of those little uh, honey holes really quick, you know. But I will say that uh, congratulations to the Hall family. I mean, literally, they took first, second, and third. Uh, it was a father and two sons, and they were all in three different boats, and uh, they went out in their little directions. But when I talked to Jim, I was like, man, them guys got out there and got lucky. He goes, dude, they've been here for a week. So they were pre-fishing. They were here for a week, <laughs> pre-fishing, going around. Them. These guys weren't messing around. No, I talked I talked to the dad, and he's like, yeah, we, we just won. I'm like, ah, good for you, man. He goes, I'm hungry. Well, now you know it's officially a tournament. When you got families that are staying up there for a week and pre-fishing the whole darn thing, uh, you know, finding all the holes. That's what he was telling me. And Mark we got them. out. We just started fishing. We wanted to find it before the tournament. Yeah. Like, Good for you, man. That's awesome. They just put in the work. Uh, the, the, 
the the kids did great. And to answer your question about it, I think Jim said that they had seventy seven. Was it seventy seven or seventy eight boats? Yeah, it was over seventy five. Two hundred and fifty people on the boats. Okay, so you know a lot of people on the on the pontoon boats and things like that. But the good thing was is that the vast majority of them, almost fifty percent, well, I would say forty, sixty percent of them were kids. There was a lot of kids. It was so cool to see all these kids running around with fishing poles, and all they wanted to do was go fish. Go fish! They didn't care about nothing in the world. Nope. Let's go fishing. Nope. And they were all so happy and so proud of the fish that they brought in. It didn't matter what size they were or whatever. But uh, it was a great day. Went off without a hitch. Everybody had fun. Everybody got their prizes. Everybody got their bellies full. And by about 2.30, I think we went Crickets. thirty. I think we went 30 minutes after that we did last year. Uh, mainly because we had extra people, but uh, at three o'clock, you'd have never known there was a tournament there. Three o'clock, Bart and myself were in the lake. Yeah, you guys were <laughs> swimming. Trail. I want to go rent number ten boat. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford out there on uh, corner of three hundred one and sixty. Right there, you can go see our boy Brooksy Hall. Get yourself a brand new car, or truck. Get out there and get it in it today. And then, of course, stop by and swing by and see G5 Feeding Outdoors. Still got some stuff there in the firearms department. Still got some ammo left. I think we're out of nines, but 40 cal, 45, stuff like that. 5.56 is gone, but it's always coming in every day. So you got to go check. All right, we're going to take a quick one, you guys. Stay right there where you are. We'll be right back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, Diego. Bill George is up in Pennsylvania keeping the wife happy up there with some sort of uh, fairyland vacation going on up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, uh, of course, our good friend Jonathan is uh, home getting healthy, which is all good. I spoke to him this past week, and he sounded a lot better and uh, said that he was feeling much better. So that's all we need to hear. That's all well, good. You are missed, brother. I was like, dude. Quit talking to me. Get back in the pool. Get out there and float around there like you ain't got nothing to do. You know, after this is all said and done, he's going to want to retire. <laughs> I had a taste of the good life there for a while, and uh, uh, maybe I'll just stay doing this. He's no, like, he's got what, too what much property. Work. I ain't cleaning no property. <laughs> Trust me, it's ki- it's killing him staying at home. It really is. He's got, like anybody who's an outfitter guy who's got property that you have to uh, maintain and, and do stuff to, I knew – uh, our friend Tom Free, I mean, he's here in St. Petersburg. His property is in Missouri, but, dude, he's constantly, you know, in contact with uh, the guy he's got out there doing work and stuff like that. And, of course, Jonathan uh, goes up there and does it himself. I mean, that's a that's a year-round job. Dude, you think about it. I mean, that's dedication. If you live out there, you know, in the Plant City area to load up your big old truck, put everything in there, drive all the way up to Bluntstown, Florida, spend your entire weekend chainsawing, brush hogging. What's that? Thing he had on the front of that thing, pickler dealy, pick, like a big pick head, auger or something. Pucker, yeah. pick head, pucker, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but uh, pecan, 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 pecan head, pecan, a booty, a booty, a booty. that's all, folks. When I say pecan, he says pecan, <laughs> pecan, yeah, it's like a pecan head or something like that. And uh, I mean, dude, he's been constantly going up there getting it ready 
for hunting season, and then this crud comes along and, of course, uh, puts the kibosh on that, and it's just like uh, killing him sitting at home. I know he's getting healthy, and I know he's doing what he has to do, and the doctors are like, uh, you know, in typical Jonathan fashion, so I know you're saying that I can't do this, but what if I, like, use a tractor (laughs) to do it? Can I do it if I, like, you know, had a tractor do it? No. What if I just okay, ride so a shotgun? Tra- <laughs> so tractors are out. So could I ride shotgun in a tractor and let somebody he, on it? No, can't do that. What if he rents the tractor with the air conditioning closed in booth? And I, we can give him some of the... the with hand sanitizer? The, the alcohol-infused <laughs> The Michael Cotterman and Dean Palmer special <laughs> blend? Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's what it is. So, I mean... It's killing him to stay home. I know he's getting healthy and all that kind of stuff, but uh, for a guy who has been busting his butt as long as he has, getting things ready for hunting season, and then to have it gone, nope, no, no, no more. So when this is finally done in six weeks or whatever, when they take him out of his quarantine or health alert or whatever it is you want to call it, I'm sure one of the first trips he's going to make up there, he's going to stand there with his hands on his hips and goes, well, this is going to take me a while to clean all this up. Hey, boys, I'm not going to be on the show for another six months. Why? Because I'm cleaning up the property. I think he got all of his food plots put in, though, so they're going to be going wild if he did. That'll be awesome. That's going to be good. That'll be a good surprise. Sometimes it's good to step back from it for a while. But anyway, uh, we pray for him every night, and we hope that he's doing better. And uh, from what I learned when I spoke to him this past week, he sounded a lot better. Nice to hear. So I'm all good with that. Uh, Coming up, of course, he reminded me that, hey, man, don't forget, we have the uh, the uh, Big Buck Outdoor Expo. I'm sorry, I almost said Big Buck Expo, but the Outdoor Expo is going to be coming up in July. At the end of July, I think it's the 24th, 25th, and 26th. Is that right? I think so. Is that right? I yeah, because think- I took my dates. I got I got stuff coming up, too, so we'll talk about that. In a 24th, 25th, and 26th out at uh, the Lakeland Center. What is it? I don't know what's officially it's, called. I think it's anyway. the Civic Center, Lakeland Civic Center. It's got some. Or it name. used to be the Civic Center back then. Yeah, it's got a name attached to it now. The you know uh, the Johnny Smith Lakeland Civic Center. Uh, yeah, something like I don't know some sponsor deal. But anyway, it's going to be coming up there, and he's like, "Hey, you know, we we are going to be set up out there. We're going to be broadcasting there. I know that uh, GMB Gator Gear is going to be there. I know that uh, um, Arrowhead Archery is going to be there. They're going to have stuff set up like they normally did, even though Jonathan may not be able to to make it there, but." Um, uh, I think um, Analogics is going to be there. I know that uh, One and Done is uh, Feeders is going to be there. So we'll all be there like we were last year in the same little monster booth that we had uh, for the past years. So um, if you want to get tickets and all that kind of stuff, I think you can get them pre, pre-registered or pre-bought. You can go through O'Reilly's or something like that or look for them online. So you can get them through there. Isn't this the same one that used to be at the um – Fairgrounds? Yeah, they jumped. They, they, they jumped them. from okay. Lakeland over to the fairgrounds for a couple of years, and then jumped back over to Lakeland. So, okay. <clears throat> I think that uh, uh, I don't know if the venue was too big or whatever it was. Or they wanted too much money. I don't know what the politics is on that, but they just were like, "Nope, no, 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 we're going back to Lakeland." So uh, I, I hung out with uh, Captain Travis. I helped work his booth last year. Is he going to be there this year, do you know? You know, I haven't asked him. He probably will be. I mean, he did pretty good last year, so I'm, I'm assuming he'll be there. You know, you messed up so bad. You guys, what? you messed up because you entered, you when you introduce all these captains to, to each other, next thing you know, they're all fishing together. Oh, I know. Did you right? see that uh, Travis is now on Jim's boat? Oh, yeah. They you went see- out, 
Beckles was on Jim's boat yesterday. Oh, yeah. I saw him out there with his crew. He <laughs> went out and had fun. But, I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. Is it like all captains just like going out this time of year <laughs> hanging out with each other? What's the deal? Well, I mean, I got Captain, you know, Calvin out in Louisiana. He comes down and he goes to fish with us. Yeah, but he goes with Jim. Yeah. It's, so good, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's called, you know, Captain Networking. Networking? Yeah, that's, I guess so. Who were you out with when you went out there the last time before the Panavista? Vista? Oh, I went out with Brett. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, camera? Yeah. Did Silver Mikey King, show Silver up? King Britain. No. All Star didn't show up? Of course not. Oh, my God. Well, what no, actually, it? this was a good reason. <laughs> I mean. What was his lo- reason? Love, love you, Mike, but he forgot. <laughs> oh, that's typical. That is. <laughs> he I, forgot. I, you know what? And I, I don't know how you forget what I'm about to tell you he forgot. I hate to tell you this, but uh, when it comes to Mike, th- that's that's a pretty good excuse. He, he had some. Uh, Appointments he had to go to. Now we'll talk about that off the air. Mm, medical yeah, type yeah, stuff. Yeah, med- medical appointment. Well, that's what happens when you're. He had to go crazy, see the doctor. A crazy guy who runs into a pile of human beings at full speed. But Mike called us on Thursday. And he's like, um, "Yeah, I hate to tell you, I kind of forgot. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I kind of forgot. I was like, dang it, Mike. I said, you know the hell I had to go through to get this day off of work. <laughs> I mean, uh, unlike you, I just can't." Wait a minute. Take time off. I had to get off. I mean, the job you just quit? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it <laughs> must have been that important. It was yeah. important. Oh, you know what, Mike? I had to, like, take a day off of work and blood. I had to do I the to, Italian guilt to, trip a little bit. I had to go do all this other stuff, and then, uh, you know, you leave me hanging. That's just that's just not right. No, it was a good day. We went out, and uh, we fished all around. Egg By Monkey. the way, I quit that job. I did. <laughs> <laughs> It feels so refreshing and good. Like you like, guys didn't get on any tarpon whatsoever. My God, we tried and tried and tried. Did you see them? Were they marking? We, I mean, we saw we saw like four or five rolling over by Egmont, and that was it. It was crickets the rest of the day. Seriously? Yeah. You got to go on that outgoing tide, bro. Well, we were, and the flush was there too. We were getting crab. We had a dozen crab. We just couldn't get anything to bite. You didn't catch any pompano. Nothing. What is wrong with you people? I don't know. What were you fishing with? Crab. Should have thrown some shrimp down. We there didn't too. have any shrimp. We just brought crab. We just going out to tarpon. We were hey, I was going with Captain Brett, and Brett was like, I got this, bro. They've been here. They were here in May. I was like, Well, it's June. No, oh, no, no. They were here. I'm like, bro, it's June. You should have really made it bad. <laughs> you should have just whipped out like a purple demon. Right. Throw it out. Purple and demon and, and throw it out there and uh, caught two of them and he'd have been like, What the what? You know, that? <laughs> you know another good one that tarpon love? Uh, 13 Fishing has a, uh, a lipless crankbait that's called the Gizzard of Oz. Oh, really? Yeah. it's It's got purple on, just a light hint of purple on the side. I don't know what it is about the purple, but the tarpon, they just, I what do they eat in the world that's purple? I have no idea. They're, the Gizzard of Oz is the one that uh, Barrett was slaying them on when we were out there catching those those little young tarpon. And then there's another one by a jackal that has a purple side. I can't think of the name of it. It's a it's a stick bait. It's a swim stick bait, and uh, he was catching them on that too. And then of course Bob Puccinelli, you know, back in the day on Let's Talk Fishing, it used to be on this very radio station. His favorite go-to for tarpon was the purple demon, day or night. Did you? I was over at uh, Bay Pines Bait and Tackle talking to Steve, and he got some new baits in for just for tarpon season. These what did he get? Savage Gear 3D crabs. Are they purple? Dude, here, I got a picture. I'll take Let me a see one. It is not purple, but I'll tell you what. 
It looks real, dude. That is, that's a good looking bait, right? He's got a, he's he's brought in the whole Savage line in, and I'll tell you their line. I'm excited to start using it. Lures with attitude, <laughs> real 3D scan. But it doesn't it not look like three inch? Yeah, it's three inch across. That's a good size crab. This is a natural one, natural peeler. My only sure problem is look how much it is. How much is it? I think the tag's still on the front. Right? That's what. You think six ninety nine is too much yeah, for a bait? Yeah, but when you break it off, oh my gosh, dude, are no, you it's kidding che- it's me? It's cheap. No, it's cheap. That's a great price. Six ninety nine is cheap, dude. There are tungsten punch weights that people go out and bass fish with every day that cost twenty dollars just for the weight. Look at the bottom. Just for the weight. Oh, it's insane. I know. I, I no, was, seven bucks isn't bad, but I just hate seeing seven bucks if you break it off. Wow, that actually they it, did a it's really good super job. Real, on, yeah, I can't wait to go real, try one. Very realistic. What is that on the back of it? Is that lead? What is that? I don't. It looks like a piece of lead. No, I, I didn't. I haven't opened the package yet. It's got to be some sort of package. Why didn't you bring one in here, you greedy? I didn't think about it. I took the picture for you. Um, <laughs> caution: sharp fishing hooks used for fishing only. Keep out of reach of children. Well, no kidding there, bright boy. Not you, them. I'm just reading the back. And then it's in French for something. I don't know what that is. But, um, yeah, it looks really nice. I've never seen these before. No, he's got the whole line in there. And he was showing He was like, dude, check this out. Then they got to have a purple one. I'm going to look him up online. Yeah, we got to check him out. You can go to Bay Pines Bait and Tackle and go get one. Do they make shrimp, too? I believe they do. I don't think Steve got the shrimp in yet because he sells shrimp, so I don't think he wants to bring <laughs> in the shrimp. Yeah, you want to you wanna just, uh, you know, I'm trying to sell some shrimp here. Maybe I don't want to put plastic shrimp in there. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to take a real quick one, you guys. Stay right there where you are. If you've happened to have tried one of these, I'd love to hear if it works or not. Now that, of course, it, uh, the breakaway jigs were banned years ago, used to be one of the most effective things there is. I never... I've never known anybody who's actually used the artificial crabs in success. I know they sold them for redfish. That was supposed to be the end-all, be-all, you know, to catch redfish and everything else. And I just, I haven't, I haven't. I just want to dip them in crab juice and then throw them out. Now, that would be a good prank. (laughs) Crabs are ready. That would be funny. I think you you overcooked these. They're a little rubbery. Why are they so chewy? I don't know. There's this one hard piece in here that keeps sticking me in the mouth. I can't get the meat out of the way. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5E and Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Hour two is right around the corner. Stay right there.